Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One, two. Swing and a foul tip. He struck him out. David Bednar secures the save. And the Pirates shutout win. In the season finale, they beat the Marlins three to nothing. That might be the best game, the best thing to come out of this weekend. The worst? Fourth and one. Pickett feels the pressure. Pickett zipped. Jonathan Bernard. Oh, boy. And Kenny Pickett is hurt. He was clutching at his left knee. Athletic trainers quickly come over from the Steelers' sideline. They lose nine, and boy, he can barely put any weight on that left leg. Yeah. Pitt lost this weekend, too, 38-21 to Virginia Tech, a team that they most predicted they wouldn't lose to, so that's rough. And really, to top it all off this weekend, just rough with news yesterday breaking that knuckleball pitcher Tim Wakefield passed away at the age of 57 due to brain cancer. Rough weekend in sports. Now, I may talk a little bit of baseball today just because the playoff race is decided and the seedings are are there, and that excites me because I'm a baseball fan. But I know many of you, I'm sure, are outrageous, so we'll talk Steelers to start. For sure, and depending on your feedback, I may transition to baseball a little bit just to keep myself sane because I'm frustrated with this weekend, like I'm sure uh, many of you are. So, But if you would like to call and express your frustration, 412-928-9370. I'm not sure how many of you are maybe a little intrigued by Kenny Pickett's injury. Maybe you're like, oh, yeah, this is the excuse for them to draft another quarterback. I I may not field those calls for long, but I'm sure somebody out there is thinking that. You shouldn't think that way, but maybe you are. Maybe you're thinking, ah, well, with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, uh, we're we're saved. I'm sure there's not many of you there. But, um, I mean, if you call and say that, okay. Uh, And it's an interesting AFC North right now as well. I will say that. I mean, the Steelers... This loss does not necessarily deter them from anything in the season. I mean, it looks bad, and once again, the the offense was exposed, and that was clear. Uh, But the Steelers tied with the Browns right now in second with a 2-2 record, and the Cincinnati Bengals are 1-3. So that's kind of exciting, isn't it? The Bengals are toward the bottom of the – no, they are at the bottom of the division. They're in the basement of the division, not just towards the bottom – they're there. The Ravens beat the Browns yesterday to improve to three and one. The Bengals lost to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And the Steelers lost to the Texans in what was a bit of a surprise. They weren't favored heavily, but the Steelers were favored. 
and they didn't win. All right, we got a caller already. Let's uh, let's take this caller at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Good morning. What's your name? Uh, John from Shaler. All right, John, express yourself. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> there's so much to talk about. I know. Uh, you know, at the end of Ben and last year, I said give Matt Canada a chance, but that fourth and one call when he was in the shotgun. My God, what are they doing? I agree. I hear you. And uh, now it's gotten on to another year. Of, we have to hope every other team loses to have any chance. And that's not how the Pittsburgh Steelers should be playing football. No, they should have control, John. I agree. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, no, nothing wrong there. I'll tell you what, too. I was inspired by Kenny Pickett, who, you know, again, had to had to panic and roll and scramble, which isn't great. The offensive line did not protect well, and that may have ultimately got Kenny Pickett hurt. The fourth and one call, I agree, not uh, not a good call to have them line up in the shotgun. But even that, I mean, watching Kenny Pickett run before he got hurt, there was one play, I don't know if you remember, he he rolled to the left and then kind of did a, a stutter step before sprinting for the first down and even got into it with some of the Texans defenders after getting that first down. Like, that's the Kenny Pickett that... Uh, reminded me of his days when he played at Pitt in his final year before getting drafted. Like, that type of move, like, he's fast, and I think we forget that because he's so bound to the pocket by whatever this offense that they're they're trying to force in there is, right? Like, Kenny Pickett is good kind of being free and comfortable and running the football, and you saw he's kind of quick when he ran for that first down, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, that's the guy that, that played at Pitt in that final year or his final year before he got drafted into the NFL, that's what he looked like. And we haven't seen that because he's been so limited to to being in the pocket and trying to survive with uh, terrible blocking and survive with what seems like infinite pressure coming at him, and now that pressure got him hurt. Now he's got a knee injury. We don't have any further information on that yet, but he's getting an MRI or he's already gotten one and they haven't announced the injury yet. I mean, either way, that's in the process of happening. We just don't know here. But um, but it could be very bad. Now, again, maybe some of you are, are out there thinking, oh, this is an opportunity for another quarterback. Don't think that way. I don't want to hear that. So if you're going to call in and say that Kenny Pickett getting hurt will provide an opportunity for a better quarterback to come in, I don't want to hear that. This is not necessarily Pickett's fault. There are a lot of just poor calls and – and I don't even know. I mean, I, I don't like Matt Canada. You all know that. But if the if the pressure is too much for Pickett, you're going to run into problems. And he got hurt in this instance. There was a lot of pressure coming at him that the offensive line didn't seem to handle well. Again, that the fourth and one call that John brought up before, I agree with that as well. I mean, that was a that was a dumb call to line him up in shotgun. And Najee Harris was averaging what? four, six yards of carry, something like that. And they didn't trust him to line up in some sort of eye formation and run it straight up the middle. To me, that's uh, that was boneheaded for sure. All right, we got another caller at 412-928-9370. Good morning. What's your name? Uh, Stan out in McCandless Township. All right, Stan, what do you want to talk about? i got to tell you, man, it, 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 one team looked like it came prepared. It looked like they knew their assignments, their playbook. Um this team just doesn't look like a professional football team to me. They just don't look like they come prepared. They're blocking, they're tackling, their assignments, you know, what they're supposed to do on offense, defense. 
it just it's, it looks like a Sandlot team, man. I'm telling you, I, I grew up in Oakland, and we had a Sandlot team that was called the Oakland Colts, and it just looks – these guys maybe maybe may be able to beat them, but this is just sad, man. It's just – it must be a lot of fun to watch teams like, you know, be a, a fan of Kansas City or, you know um, – uh, San Francisco or sure. Philadelphia or a, a team that looks like it knows its playbook and knows their assignments. This team is blocking, tackling is terrible. I'm 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 I'm, not, I'm tired of hearing excuses about well, we're going to make changes. You know, like last yeah. night we listened to the. It just uh, <laughs> this this is not this is not going to cut it. I'm sorry, they just don't. They're not prepared. They come out and they lost two games now by three touchdowns. I'm sorry, two of their four losses are by three touchdowns. No and, good. This is not. This is not good. I agree. And they only made it to twenty, over twenty points once. They rarely score over twenty points, and they're giving up a bunch. Yeah, and losing by three touchdowns is not fun to watch. Stanley, I appreciate the call. Thank you. And you're not limited to phone calls as well. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, uh, tag me in a post at Callus underscore three three. That's C A L L A S underscore three three on Twitter on X. Tag me to post, and uh, I'll read it if I find it intriguing. So uh, you're not just limited to phone calls, but we have more phone calls rolling in uh, at 412-928-9370. Good morning. Introduce yourself. Hey, good morning. This is Ted. Hi, Ted. Hey, hey real quick. Um, I don't know what changes you can make this season. I really don't. And you know what? I mean, with the sales organization, these guys think they're the smartest people in the room, and it seems like to me uh, – this organization is in trouble. Um, mm-hmm. You know, here's a question I want to ask. Do you think it's true that uh, when it comes to ownership, these guys are cheap when it comes to hiring assistant coaches on both sides of the ball? Because you know, me, you know what? I'm starting to believe that. Austin should have never been hired as defensive coach. He got fired at Cincinnati. He was terrible. And then you have Matt Canada. And I'll be honest, if Matt Canada was black, he'd been fired. There's just no way. I look at Eric the Enemy, <laughs> oh. you know. I'm, just, I, I'm sorry. I have to play the race car. I'm sorry. Eric oh, the Enemy in Washington was was looking for a head coach job or even an assistant job, and it still didn't even give him a chance to get an interview, you know. And the guy was, you know, in three Super Bowls. So you look at Matt Canada. It's obvious the man is not qualified. He should have been fired a year ago. And when Thomas says uh, we got to make changes, I just don't believe him anymore. I really don't. I think this season is done. And on the defensive side, man, you got T.J. Watt and all these guys you signed in their in their prime, and you're going to waste this whole year on incompetence. It's sad. Yeah. Ted, I appreciate the call. I agree with almost everything you said. I don't think the Steelers would have fired Matt Canada because of race if he was. I'm not – I don't know. I'm not going to touch that comment. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I think Matt Canada isn't very competent. I think that uh, – I do think there's, there's some evidence to support that – the assistant coaches or other coaches on the staff don't get paid as well, and maybe that hurts them because you know the cheaper, the cheaper coaching and the cheaper play calls they lead to uh, an odd season like this where the offense isn't putting out much and the defense is carrying the team. So I don't know about that either because then you look on the side uh, of Terrell Austin being the defensive coordinator and how the the Steelers' defense is outputting. So. I wouldn't – me personally, I don't look too much into how much the assistant coaches are being paid based on their output because, again, like if they 
they don't, they're not incentivized necessarily to do bad either just because they're cheap options. It might be because they have a lack of experience. But if they do well, like they're, they're coaching to do well enough to get the next paycheck or get the next job on another team. So while it looks like there's slight evidence to suggest that the Steelers cheap out on coaches, I mean, even if they did, the coaches aren't coaching to lose games. I really don't believe Matt Canada is coaching to put out a poor offense, but I think that he's made enough poor decisions over over time for me to, to think that he's not qualified for this job. Um, but as for the Steelers hiring cheap options, it doesn't necessarily mean cheap options are going to be bad options for you because those coaches should be incentivized to do well and then you know get the next paycheck. And everybody's got to start from somewhere. And when you start from somewhere, you either do well enough to get that next paycheck or that next job or you don't live to see any more time at these uh, at these crucial positions. But I use Terrell Austin as an example as well because nobody's talking about him right now because the defense is carrying the team this season, and we don't know how much impact he has, especially because T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick and all those big names are on the defensive side of the football. But, you know, so nobody's talking about that. Uh, we're talking about Matt Canada and speculating about Matt Canada right now on the offensive side because they're not doing well. So that's my thoughts on that. All uh, right, we got another caller. I believe this is Earl from Cannonsburg. Yeah, you got it, Nick. All right, what's up? Well, I'll tell you what. You don't really have to know a lot about football to know there's something definitely wrong with this team. On the other hand, if we happen to beat Baltimore next week, and that's a slim chance, maybe if they, uh, uh, if we do beat Baltimore, we'll be in first place in the division. Yeah. Think the only that. way this can happen, the only way this can happen, if they run the coaches and the team through the cold showers before the game starts, it might wake somebody up. Oh, goodness, yeah. Well, thank you for the call, Earl. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no uh, no arguments there. Earl always consistent caller. And, yeah, I mean, the offense is in trouble. I really do believe that they should – make a decision here by the bye week about Matt Canada. I know they don't. They usually let contracts expire, but um, they got to they gotta do something. Now, uh, Baltimore, now, if I, if, to the Steelers' credit, I, I guess, the AFC North is backwards this year, and everything you expect to happen so far has not really happened. The Browns were supposed to come out shooting with Deshaun Watson are now dealing with their own struggles, and they're 2-2. Two and two like the Steelers are. The Bengals, the team that, you know, was supposed to be a perennial Super Bowl team, is 1-3 and three to start the year. And they were almost darned to 0-3, oh which would have been a, a death sentence for them. They did not lose that game um, the weekend before this one to get a win on the board, but they're 1-3 now, which doesn't look much better. And the Ravens, a team that had a lot of question marks because of Lamar Jackson and his injury history, although he just got paid, right? But he, you know, he's had injury struggles, and the team has been inconsistent over the years. They've been kind of like the Steelers. I know several of you don't like to admit that because you're angry at the Steelers. But the Baltimore Ravens have won the Super Bowl a few years after the Steelers did, and have been kind of stuck in that mediocrity. They've either been, they've either been you know, kind of good, but not Super Bowl champions, or they've been hovering around that uh, mediocre zone. And I know the, the Ravens made the playoffs last season, but the season before that, the Steelers knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs. 
and the Steelers barely made it in. So they're, they're very comparable organizations. I wouldn't call one more distinct than the other. And anything can happen. And I'm not saying that the, the Steelers are going to go and play the Ravens next week and they're going to perform extremely well and the offense is going to click. But if the Ravens lose next week, I'm not going to be surprised. It's just some sort of intangible that I'm sensing about the uh, about the, the Ravens and how the season is going that, that might make the Ravens lose. But it's not necessarily because the Steelers are going to be good. It, it, it's very well maybe an ugly win. I do believe that, that the Steelers, if they're going to win at all, they're going to win ugly against the Ravens next weekend. But, um, yeah, Matt Canada gets fired by the bye week, I'll be happy. I'm just not. I'm not thrilled with it, and Earl, you don't sound thrilled with it either. And you know, I understand. I understand that. And if they if they lose um, again, if they lose another nearly blowout type game, I'm going to be calling for it again next Monday. You'll 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 hear me, and and you'll and you'll know how I feel and how I continue to feel. It's not likely that I think that they'll fire him. I think they should, but they usually don't, and that's disappointing as well. Roland from Castle Shannon. Good morning. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, Nick. Good morning. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm not happy, but that's uh, okay. What's on your mind? Well, one of your other callers, John, nailed it. There was one play in that game that summarized the Steelers. Fourth and one, they burn time out. They go shotgun, and they get their quarterback hurt. And in hockey, they kind of have a rule. It depends on what happens to the player when you do a dirty hit. Mm-hmm. If the player's out, then the penalty's commensurate with what happens. If Kenny's out for an extended period of time, I hate to say this about Canada, but he's going to get fired. Mm. If Kenny's out, and that's the only reason he came back, was continuity. Art Rooney said it. Yeah. He's Kenny. They go back to when Kenny was 15. Canada has to leave. They have to beat the Ravens. They have to bring in Byron Leftwich, who's, who's ready now, who's won Super Bowls. Yep. They have to bring in Mike Munchak, who's available right now. They have to bring in Charlie Batch right now. And even if they win and they go 3-2 and two and they're in first place, it looks great. But they totally mismanaged division labor. They're not playing guys that are shut down corners, Joey Porter, Desmond King. They're not using their offensive weapon. The best play that they ran in offense, other than Najee played out of his mind, was a pass to Darnell Washington. Roland, I've been screaming for that pass. All Roland, day. real quick, did, did you mean bringing like Charlie Batch and Mike Munchak as coaches? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I lost you there Munchak, for a second. All right, I'm with you. Run, Munchak, run coordinator. He's Hall of Fame. Okay. Leftwich, passing coordinator. We keep, keep everybody there. Keep everybody there except for Kenna. Kenna's going to get blamed because he got Kenny hurt. Not only does he not how to run it, and Tomlin needs to learn how to go for it on fourth down. Fourth and two to punt. To concede a game yeah. to the Steelers? Yeah. How can I you not that. go for fourth and two? The, yeah. the Texans with their young coaches, their, their, their head coach and their offensive coordinator, another 49ers uh, Shanahan guy, these mm. guys showed innovation. They showed guts, halfback passes. Yeah. All you have to do is throw a three yard pass to Calvin Austin, throw a three yard pass to Darnell Washington. They cannot be stopped. Yeah. It's simple. I hear it's you. It's simple stuff. So I think Tomlin needs to do some soul searching. He cost him that game. He looked scared on the sideline. They laid an egg. But you know what's good? When you lay an egg that big, it forces wholesale changes. The yeah. way Tomlin manages the team, Broderick Jones looked good. Chooks looked real bad. So they got to find a right tackle. They got a left tackle in Broderick Jones. They got to go find a right tackle. Roland, I appreciate your call. Thank you. I got to get to some other callers at uh, 412 but I appreciate 
all that you're saying, I appreciate your sentiments. I don't know what coaches they could get uh, to fill these holes. Uh, I don't necessarily blame Matt Canada, though. The offensive line uh, didn't block for him, and that really, I think, got him hurt. But, the yeah, some of those calls um, and not being aggressive late in the game, like on, on a fourth and short, um, when they elect to punt the ball, that uh, that was not – uh, that didn't settle well with me, and it sounds like it didn't settle well with you either. And I, I, I agree with most of what you said. All right, let's take one more caller before the break at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Good morning. What's your name? Dave from Delmont. Dave from Delmont. What's up? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, so they brought Canada back for continuity for mediocrity in our offense. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Yep. Everybody's beating around the bush. Tomlin is the guy that needs to go. He stands on the sideline, looks like he has no idea. He's stunned that this is happening. Our yeah. offense is averaging 12 points a game. Yeah, that's In not what great. world would that be uh, any good? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. This guy has to go, Canada, and Tomlin should be right out the door after him. We got beat by D'Amico Ryans and some kid that looks like he made the uh, uh, plays in the sandbox. That's how old he looked. I mean, we need fresh people in there. <laughs> hey, no, no disrespect to C.J. Stroud, though. He's been playing well this year. Uh, thanks for the call, Dave. Um, yeah, C.J. Stroud's been playing well this year. He does look kind of young, doesn't he? But he is young, and he's playing well. Um, yeah, and the Texans played well. Dave, I, uh, I, I appreciate your call. And, yeah, uh, accurate. Accurate. Uh, respect CJ Stroud, but some accurate comments there. Appreciate you, Dave. All right, I'm taking more phone calls when I return. It's 412-928-9370. That's the phone number that you can reach me at. You can also hit me up on X at Callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And express your feelings and your, and your comments that you want to make about the Steelers team. I'll touch a little bit on baseball, too, when I come back. Not that many of you want to hear that, but the more you call in, the more we can continue to talk about Steelers football, as sad as it makes me, um, you know, call, make some posts on X. Communicate with me this morning. 412-928-9370 is the phone number you can do that at. And my name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. It's the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. I'll be back right after this. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis, and this is the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. September was truck month at Sun Chevy, but you can still check out their half-ton and three-quarter-ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com today. Expect a high in the 80s. Like the high, yeah, high 80, low 56. Then tomorrow, high of 81, low 57. Clear skies all throughout the week before it gets overcast and a little chillier come next weekend those fall temperatures will really really set in next week so uh, enjoy your last week of 80 degree highs in the area again that's fan weather brought to you by sun chevrolet my name is nicholas harry callis just want to mention this too pirates should get a tiny bit of credit i know we're disappointed in 
um, how they finished based on how they started, but they still won 76 games. They got it together in August and September, and they won baseball games. But not only that, the Pirates prevented both the Reds and the Cubs from making it into the postseason this year. The Pirates winning that series against the Cubs was unplanned by the Cubs, and David Ross said so in his postgame press conference, and now the Cubs will not be in the playoffs this year. And the Cincinnati Reds, who had a 10-game winning streak, had that followed a few weeks later by a 10-game losing streak, and the Pirates coming back and beating them nine uh, after trailing nine to nothing contributed to the Reds not making the playoffs as well. So the Pirates successfully played spoilers at the end of the season, preventing two division opponents from making the playoffs, and I think that that is something to celebrate. They won their final game of the year, so that's something to celebrate. Some little victories for the Pittsburgh Pirates and the baseball team as they now transition to the offseason and plans for 2024. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.